0: Get
1: in the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and ScoreNorth.com.
0: All right, Vikings Ventline. Every Sunday right here on the Purple Daily YouTube channel, on the Purple Daily Podcast feeds. Declan Goff here to take you through another edition of Vikings Ventline. And of course, this is a Vikings fan show. I'm going to have my guys Tony and Greg on here in just a little bit to talk some Purple of the offseason season. Upcoming expectations. Uh, Greg was just telling me how he didn't know the show existed. He thought this was just uh, my friends coming on. And now everyone that joins the show is my friend. So I'll say that uh, very, very safely. But if you want to come in on a future episode of Vikings Ventline, hit me up. It's Vikings at gmail.com. We do this show 52 weeks a year. We do the traditional version, of course, after every Vikings game. Uh, And then during the offseason, I like to host this one and uh, just talk to a bunch of Vikings fans and get their thoughts on the upcoming season, the offseason, etc. So excited to talk to Tony and Greg here in just a little bit. Hit that subscribe button for Daily Minnesota Vikings Entertainment. You can go back on our channel too, find our interview with Kevin O'Connell that we did last week, as well as uh, celebrating Kirk Cousins week, which was the week before. And plus, we have some really fun things in store coming up this week. Uh, on the Purple Daily YouTube channel and podcast feeds on historical pie charts of great Vikings games. So be sure to check that out as well. Uh, so this is Vikings Bentline, the only show in America where we just want to see the Vikings win a Super Bowl before we die. Let's get my guys in here. Let's get Tony and Greg in. Tony and Greg, I told you off mic. You guys got the Vikings swag. I got the blank yeah. canvas here behind me. I'm working on it, so I, I feel like I'm slacking a little bit here. Uh, but you got some great swag behind you. Both you go, boys are on the Bentline Line for the first time. So thank you for coming on, guys. I'm excited to talk to you.
1: Likewise, looking forward to it.
0: And I know uh yeah. Tony, you had to go with the backwards cap after you saw Aaron yeah, and I had no, the backwards yeah. cap. Totally sure. okay. <laughs> Love yeah. it. Yeah. Um well fellas, let's start off with this one here right away on Vikings vent line. I'm curious what it is for, for each of you. You know, we're in the like the dwell of the offseason, so like news is a little slower now. It's like the really only stretch on like the NFL calendar year where things get a little slow. So I like to tease up this one a few times uh, throughout the summer on Vikings Vent Line. I'm curious what your guys' hottest take is. So I'm going to start with Tony. We're going to go around the room a little bit. We're going to go to Tony. We're going to go to Greg. I want to hear your guys' hottest take. So, Tony, what do you got for me, man? Give me your hottest take for the Vikings in 2023. Man, man 2023
2: going 24. Uh, I think Kirk Cousins will win uh, MVP for sure.
0: Ooh, uh, all right.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh I'm just saying just 'cause uh the six yard plays are bread and butter now, I feel like. And uh all these targets for Curry is going to be a it's gonna be a very beautiful thing if KLC can get it going, get it flowing. I have all the faith he can too. Uh I think he's pretty good, headstrong. Uh I would uh I think he had a big part in the in the Rams uh Super Bowl run, chemistry yeah. wise. And I I, I feel like chemistry is a whole lot better just uh, in these last two years, and um, uh, uh, it's uh, I'm I'm pretty tough on Kurt too. I'm not no big yeah. real big Kurt fan, you know, and uh, and I just uh call it house here, but I faith in Kurt because he has so many weapons, playmaker weapons. He got uh TJ, JJ, KJ, Addison, and uh, uh, and it's just uh I, I, right now I think we have a pretty good line for all that too, uh, like offensive line. And I think we just got blessed at a good time. So hopefully we can put it all together and be
0: going good. I love it, man. So Kirk can win NFL MVP. I like it. And, and you mm-hmm. said how you're not the biggest Kirk fan necessarily. Yeah. So did something last year kind of change with you, kind of watching yeah. Kirk now? Or what has changed your opinion a little bit that you think can win the MVP?
2: Uh, honestly, TJ Hawkinson, really. <laughs> man, okay. that's, yeah, that's pretty much it. Right? And, and not to mention, we got Madison. I think he's fresh. He's he's only had four hundred and four carries. He's he's been in the league for I think like four years. i, don't, I don't, but uh, but yeah, I think he's fresh. So just in case, you know. But PJ uh, JJ Absen. Hopefully, it all goes good.
0: Yeah, I love it, man. Bring in, bring in yeah. the hot take. Okay, all right. Love well, it. Greg, you just brought one there, man. What do you got for me? Give me your uh, give me your hottest take for the upcoming <clears throat> Viking season.
1: I right, got. I'm putting him in, in in a trio. Okay. okay. Number one is going to be, I know it's the elephant in the room, but the defense under B flow, you know, I just think that was obviously, we are horrible last year, probably one of the worst defenses I've watched as a fan since like 05, 06. Yeah. And I'm really interested to see what he does aggressiveness wise with the cornerbacks, defensive wise, and just putting players in position that they're actually strong at not just putting players in position and say, Hey, play this position, but actually utilizing them to their strengths. And I think everything else is kind of like, I know what I'm going to get. Like, you know, Kirk's going to throw 4,000 yards, 25 touchdowns. We know the offense is going to be pretty big, you know, pretty good. Like, that's that's pretty standard. But the defense is truly, it's like, well, what's going to happen? What's going to happen now? Is it going to be good? Is it not going to be good? Are we going to be top 20, top 10, you know? So I think there's a lot that goes in with the defense is number one. And then number two is the running back by committee. I mean, you guys did a video on it. We haven't had a planned running back committee until early 2000s. 2017 was off script. People forget that was right. Dalvin Cook's rookie year. He got hurt. And then we had Jet and we had, you know, good old pounder, Asiata. And, you know, we had Murray going through there. So that wasn't by design. <laughs> it was kind of forced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm super high. Ty Chandler. I love Ty Chandler. He killed it in the preseason last year coming out of North Carolina. I think people forget about that. Uh, I think he's going to be big. Obviously, we know what we're going to get with Madison. I think he can tote the rock and then McBride at UAB. I mean, that kid's a stud. Mm. 1,300 yards, 1,700 yards last year,
0: 7.4
1: yards per carry. And what's fun about the running backs, I feel, is we know Madison is the guy. That's the safe lock. But Ty Chandler could emerge. McBride could emerge. And then we get a ride who's hot, you know? And when you go in by running back committee, I feel. The team knows. Like when you got a star like Dalvin Cook, you have to commit 25 carries, 28 touches to that guy, and it takes mm-hmm. away from other people. But when you got the boys like McBride, Madison, and Ty, it's like, hey, you're hot today. We're going to keep pounding you. You're, 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 we're going to ride the wave here. And then we like the matchup next week. So we're going to run McBride, you know? So I'm super pumped about that. And then a little sneaker is the development of Jaron Hall. I'm. We always love the backup quarterback as yeah, as a Vikings yeah. fan, right? But mm-hmm. I, after doing the film research and really studying him, and then Ko picking him, if he can have a good training camp and we can see something in preseason, you know, like he should look good in preseason. Like any rookie quarterback, like they should look good against the, the twos and the threes, you know. Yep. So if he can have some development, and we kind of got him in our back pocket, and he's moving up the rankings the way he should. I'm excited about that. So it's kind of my trio, I think, of what I'm looking at this season.
0: I like it, dude. Okay. So the Jaron Hall side of things. So Tony, how about you, man? Does Jaron Hall do a lot for you? Or are you just yeah, kind of yeah. waiting and seeing I, how, how did you like the pick?
2: I honestly think uh, he has a bunch of stuff you can't teach. So I agree. If, uh, uh, if, if we can, if we can put that together and I believe KLC can, then that's a whole nother story right there. Hopefully it goes, you know, that's what, Hopefully. But I think he has a bunch of stuff you can't teach. So that's that's a good start right there.
0: So do you guys think that this is Kirk's last year? If he balls out, like Tony said, with an MVP, I mean, I feel like they have to bring him back. Right. Um, I I guess, Greg, are are you in the camp of ride this out with Kirk? Wait and see. I guess. How do you kind of fall on the Kirk Cousins sword?
1: So I've always been hard on Kirk. You know, my biggest thing when it comes to quarterback play is do you win? Can you win? Can you find a way to win, you know, stats, this, this, and that. So when we got Kirk in 18, I was like, oh, like he puts up good yards and stats, but he doesn't win the games you want him to win, you know? So I've always been hard on Kirk, but I will say in 21 under Zim, he showed some game winning games, man. I mean, I was at the Cardinals game here. I'm in nice. Phoenix right now. I was at the Cardinals game and he led the game, winning and drive. And then I don't want to cuss, but Greg Joseph yanked it. You know, and it was like, oh my God, you know, the Cincinnati game, he had to come back week one, Dalvin Cook fumbled the ball. Like we had a lot of comebacks in 21 that people were, I saw different. Last year, I'm like, nah, like everybody wants to hate on Kirk because he's an easy target. It's like that boy balled out. He had eight game winning comeback games last year. And so I'm, I I like Kirk, but you have to think for the future. Would I want to sign him to a three-year deal, four-year deal? No. Would I want to pay him 35 million? No. Like I want to see what he does this year. And then we move on. If it's a one-year band-aid, like, hey, a one-year extension or something like that, or maybe a you know maybe a two and you can kind of opt out of the second, it's not guaranteed, I'm okay. But I truly feel what I'm so happy about under the regime of, of Cam and KO, they're looking for a quarterback. We're not trying to do no more patchwork. Yeah. And even Jaron Hall, he's like, he's a 50-50 guy. It's a developmental. Okay, he could work out or he cannot work out but the great thing was they were looking at first round quarterbacks this year. Like they were looking, but none of them really like, were like, Hey, that's my guy. And I'm good with that. I was great not taking a quarterback first round because you want KO to be like, that's my guy. Mm -hmm. He is my guy and I can make something out of it, you know? So I'm good with another year for Kirk, you know, but then after that, like, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting a different <laughs> result. And it's yeah, like, well, yeah, if he yeah. hasn't done it in six, seven years and he's pushing mid-30s, we should probably yeah. call it a day and just be forced to move on to someone else.
2: This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of Sports Talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolged. Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom. And it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation.
0: Boys, let's transition to the defensive side of the ball here. And I don't mean to get too negative, but um, with Lewis Seen... As of right now, kind of behind schedule in terms of development and just on the depth chart overall. As we had to training camp here in about a month, I guess Tony, were are you a little concerned with how Lewisine fits in the puzzle here? Are you kind of wanting to wait this out? How do you feel on on Lewisine as a member of the Vikings?
2: Uh, I'm not too concerned at all. I don't got no worry. Uh, it's a long season. Uh, anything can really happen, you know. And and uh, I think buying them and Harrison Smith, they're no pushovers. So they they that's that's some tough competition. So I wouldn't mind sitting behind them picking up some stuff. And when his time is ready, his time is ready. And, uh, I mean, I think he's, he's good. He's the fit, I think he's an athlete. Seems smart, but I think he just need more time, to see more stuff. Yeah. And it's it how he got hurt, and but I still I have believe I believe in him. I still believe in him, and uh, hopefully it just turns out good. But I'm not concerned at all. It's just it's a long season. Anything could happen. So might might ball out you never know
0: yeah and look yeah. training camp's gonna play out here you know he might be able to still see his way onto the field injuries happen all the time in the nfl so like if something happened to harrison smith or cam bynum you know is he the next man yeah. up um you know he i just I think,
2: got hurt pretty yeah. bad and
0: yeah. that's a that was a nasty leg injury i mean his leg exploded yeah. right it's compound fracture it's gross then he's um,
2: getting interceptions and you know training camp and stuff like that so
0: yeah, I, I think worried. he'll be brought around slowly and at least like the safety position is not a position where like it's not, it's not like tackle or wide receiver or quarterback where you expect results day one. You know, he can kind of gradually learn into it. I'm not completely panicked on it. I hope it's not a complete whiff so far from quasi especially just I considering know. the trade down and whatnot. But we'll certainly see. I guess, Greg, uh, are, are you concerned with Lewisine? Are you kind of just, hey, let's wait this out, just like Tony's saying? What do you think of them?
1: Um, I'm 50-50, so here's my outlook on the situation. If he doesn't start, like everyone's like, oh, he's a first-round draft pick, you know, your first pick. You know, last year he got hurt. Mm-hmm. He didn't He didn't do anything. Booth got hurt. He had injury problems, so your, your, your draft didn't do anything. You know, is he going to start this year? I want seeing to make an impact. We're loaded yeah. at defensive back. And then the way mm-hmm. Brian Flores schemes up, you know, he puts his DBs in so many different positions, and he rotates his, you know, defensive back so much. So my main thing with seeing is I want him to have an impact. If he has an impact this year and it's a noticeable impact, I'm good. If he's not necessarily starting, because we have Harrison Smith, we have Bynum. Who knows? Bynum might drop the cornerback, they might keep him at safety. But if he makes an impact, I'm good. If he doesn't make an impact, yeah, then it looks yeah. bad because he got hurt. We he got hurt his first year. And then he's a little slow in the OTAs like, you know, he's coming back like, you know, from a broken leg, obviously, but Metellus is kind of outworking him right now in the yeah, OTAs in yeah. camp. And Metellus is like a fifth round dog, you know? So there's it's a little good, bit, though. I want him, I want him to shine a little more in practice and preseason where like, we're noticing because practice does matter. Everybody, you know, want to pull the AI and say practice, but <laughs> yeah. it, it, it does matter, you know? So, I want to see him do well in practice, do well in training camp. And I want him to have a role. If he has no role, then we're starting to look mm-hmm. bad. You know, everybody wants to, you know, kind of right the ship on the first year. But if Sean and Booth don't do anything, yeah, that first draft don't look too hot. Mm-hmm. You know, if yeah. they have some type of an impact and a rotational role, we're good. Not everyone's going to be a star that you draft in the first and second round. Right. How do you
0: guys feel Jordan Addison will develop too? I mean, he's kind of luckily in this situation where he's not stepping in to ask to be like the number one target, right? I mean, you got JJ, Tony's guy, TJ Hawkinson, might even be the second best option. And then it's like him and KJ basically sharing the field together. I guess, Tony, are, are you a fan of the Jordan Addison pick? Do you see a yeah. lot of upside there?
2: Yeah, I think uh, Addison, he has a, I think he has a good head on the shoulders and uh, focused. but I think he's focused about a paycheck, but as long as he plays good, it's all good. I'm uh, tripping this, this one, one Super Bowl, man. Come on, please. <laughs>
0: doesn't yes, matter um, how we get there, right? As long exactly. as just, just get us the damn Super Bowl yes, and, and we'll cross uh, that bridge. Uh, Love it. Uh, Greg, how about you? <laughs> Jordan Addison, did you like that pick? I know Kwesi might have whiffed on Lewis Seen potentially, but do you like the, Lewis, uh, the Jordan Addison pick? Excuse me.
1: Yeah, I liked Addison. Initially, I thought we might, you know, move up for quarterback or we might sit back and get Will Levis. So I was kind of like, oh, quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. And then I thought we might maybe take a hog, you know, a D tackle or something, yeah. just, you know, go that route and build the transit. But when we mm-hmm. did take him, I'm like, I'm good, you know, because you got to KO is an offensive guy, you know. So it's like, hey, we know you got to address weaknesses, but also keep strengthening your strengths. So when mm-hmm. we took him and then we lost, you know, uh, our yeah. boy, Adam. So yeah. getting him, I think it's a, gr- a great change of pace. Because as much as I love him, I mean, I've watched every snap from when he was on special teams. He just wasn't stretching the field, you know, and he had a lot of one-on-one coverage. And he was the best at getting separation and turning it up field. And he wasn't doing that. So we have a good counterpart. You know, is going to have the man double coverage, sometimes triple coverage. So if Addison can be shifty and, and, you know, and you could do a lot with Addison. You can run jet sweeps with him. You can run screens with him. You know, he can stretch it on go route. So I'm pretty pumped with him. I think it's going to be a good tandem. He's just got to stay healthy. You'll get a little nervous when, yeah. you know, it's like, oh, he's not up because He's hurt, you know, and it's like, well, you know, and then we pull the Zim, you know, and, oh, he's fine. He's good. <laughs> ah, don't worry about him. And it's like, oh, he's out for the season. What? Yeah. What do you mean he's out for the season? You know, you so, so I just hope uh, he comes back healthy and he's ready to ball. Absolutely. Uh, fellas, the schedule came out obviously a few
0: months ago. Uh, but I'm curious. I, I like to ask Vikings fans this one too. Uh, Tony, which, which games are you looking forward to the most? And actually, before I even ask that, are you are you here in Minnesota? Where are you at?
2: Uh, I'm actually in West Texas, all the way in okay. West Texas, sticks and stands. It's like a hundred million degrees out here right now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm about to say it's like it's like 93 here in Minneapolis. Wow, so like man. that's I mean that's hot for us up here. Like that's man, I, that I like the Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah, exactly. I like the heat, dude. I'm I'm stuck in the winter and the frozen hell here. For, oh for man, it's Can even imagine? It's like 110 right now, to be honest. Okay, uh, so. but favorite games on the Vikings <clears throat> schedule for you, Tony? Which ones uh, are, are you circling? The ones you want to see the most? Week two
2: for sure. We got Philly. Hopefully, man. God, uh, we just gotta show up. I think we got it in uh, uh, uh week four against uh, Carolina. Really, to see how Kendrick uh, plays against us. I'm, I'm excited, Eric Kendricks. I'm excited to see how he goes against us. And and uh, 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 week five, and uh, when they play KC, I'm gonna be there.
0: Oh
1: hell so,
2: yeah! Yeah, it's in October, nice. so I was gonna ask you, what's the weather like in October, so I could be ready. I don't know. Why you'll get,
1: there?
0: you'll get like okay. fall. You'll get like fifty anywhere between as low as like fifties, which I don't think it'll get lower than that. And but you could have like a seventy degree day. October in Minnesota is a wild card. Okay,
2: fifties <laughs> is good. I could wear shorts in fifties. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, but uh, that's
2: uh, that's pretty much it. Really, all of them, to be honest. But yeah. Uh, yeah, but
0: yeah, those for sure. Have you been to a game at US Bank before? Or no. Uh,
2: yes. Uh, it was in 2017. It was the last game Teddy played for us. We were playing okay. the Bengals, and there, yeah. Teddy. Teddy, oh. was awesome <laughs> thing. He threw that pick. Game. I was like, oh, yeah, first play. Yeah, back. yeah, yeah. That bad, yeah. Mm. I was so excited, I wanted to cry. But uh, nice. uh, it was it was awesome. Yeah,
1: Heck that was yuck. in December though, so it was cold. So yeah, it was, was very that. cold there. Yeah. It was really cold there. Yeah. Craig, how about
0: you, man? What what games of
1: schedule are you looking forward to? Don't mean to beat a dead horse, but week two Philly, you know? Yeah, man. I, last year, you know, going in that game right away. Prime time <sighs> game. Kirk can't win prime time. You know, Vikings can't beat winning teams. And then we, you know, we kind of just doo-dooed to bed, you know? <laughs> and then the problem last year, it was so weird. I was telling one of my buddies, he's a diehard fan too, that we, I watched all the games with. I'm like, man, we won 13 games last year. and we went on an eight-game winning streak, which is hard to do in a season, you know. Mm-hmm. And I felt like it was a normal season. There was no hype around us. We weren't getting really national media because we lost that week two game. Mm-hmm. No, everyone they just chalked us up. Well, yeah, they're winning, but they're winning one-score games. They're not a complete team. They lost against the Eagles, and then we got slaughtered against Dallas. I was there actually. Flew out to that game, got invited, and got slaughtered. And then we lost that. So it was. It was that win. And the whole season, it was just the Vikings aren't for real. Vikings aren't for real. And we were winning games, you know, finding a way to win. So, I think this year when I saw that, I'm like, go, go in there. Beat them on the road. Kirk has a good game. Prime time. Let them know right away. It sets the tone for the season. Kirk, oh, mm-hmm. Kirk can win big games. He can be a winning team. And – we're just setting the tone for a season. I mean, I hate mm-hmm. Philly. I mean, after two I hate the Philly insane. Any <laughs> any team that stopped me from going to a Super Bowl. Yeah. So, and Philly fans are horrible after yeah. 2017. I mean, they yeah. were just horrible. So, yeah. if yeah. we could go in and smack Philly, week 2, be 2 and 0, oh, man, that'd be great. And we'll just have that confidence and then, you know, ride it out and go ball.
0: Yeah, and I mean, maybe I'd
1: say next, sorry to interrupt you, probably the Vegas game. I think I might go to the Vegas game. Oh, yeah. That stadium looks oh, pretty legit. So Yeah, yeah. You should, that'd man. be fun.
0: Yeah, the Philly game will be interesting just because it's it's the short week right after the start of the season against Tampa Bay. So, like, you can really quickly be 2-0, and and I don't believe they'll stumble against Tampa. But, man, you could really quickly 0-2 as well, and you don't want to dig yourself a hole. So, I, I, I love those first two games that are just right away. I mean, they get the Thursday night football game. Yeah, there's some revenge factor there going back to Philly and hopefully uh, stealing one. A lot of good storylines, a lot of good games uh, on the schedule. Uh, Tony, before we wrap up here, any shout outs, any last takes you want to give here uh, um, on Purple Daily?
2: Man, um, I really just want to shout out my, my wife supporting me, going through all this struggle with me, and uh, making sure I'm good, you know, and then, and, uh... Uh, that's really a shout out y'all man y'all put out great content uh, it's awesome I can't believe I'm talking football with Declan on Purple Daily it's crazy but yeah yeah I think y'all are awesome man
0: appreciate it man thank you yeah. so much Greg how about you buddy any shout outs? Uh, to the last takes you want to give here
1: I say last takes I mean just excited for the season you know I work myself up every off season <laughs> and find a way to get roped in you know I, I try to I, I'm pretty emotional I'm pretty emotional when I watch the games I'm calm in general but I'm pretty emotional so you know, amping myself up for the season. I'm truly excited. I feel we got a coach. I feel this is a guy that could be a generational coach, you know, Mm -hmm. a Tomlin, a McVay, you know, a Reed, those style of coaches. I feel we got that guy with KO and, uh, and he's got a good counterpart with Cam. I feel those guys have a great connection and bond. So I'm excited for the future there. And then shout outs, just thank you guys. You know, like I said a little bit earlier, I made a, made a move, made some financial sacrifices in my life and I was hurting a little bit. And I came across the podcast and started watching the podcast and was kind of getting me through some of my days and, you yeah. know, getting my fix, you know, so appreciate you guys having me on. And then, um, I'd say other shout out, just all the great people in my life. I got a lot of great people in my life that I'm thankful for my buddy, Sam. Uh, he's down in Tucson. I'm originally from the Bay area. I moved to Tucson, okay. Arizona, and then we got a Vikings fan bar down there. It's pretty cool. We got like nice. 100 people every day. It's Tucson Vikings fan club. Yeah. We've had Tommy Kramer there. We've had uh, Jeff Wright there, Robert Tate. So awesome. I've, I've watched all the all the games with my buddy Sam down there. And then I moved up to Phoenix the past three years, two years. So everybody knows I'm a pretty uh crazy Viking fan. I just need one yeah. Super Bowl. We got one Super yeah. Bowl. We're trying yeah. to get it in. So we got much. it. Tattoos, everything. I'm trying to, yeah. trying to do my part. So. <laughs>
0: Hey, great yeah. stuff, boys. Great stuff. Great takes. Appreciate you guys coming on Vikings Ventline. Man. Again, if anyone wants to come on a future episode, hit me up. It's VikingsVentline at gmail.com. It's going across the bottom of the page for the YouTube audience. It's VikingsVentline at gmail.com. Uh, back at full strength on Monday here on Purple Daily, where we just want to see the Vikings win a Super Bowl before we die.